0: just whatever you do, love it to death. You know, there's a quote that I put in my email signature lately. It's from Helen Keller. It says, life is a daring adventure or nothing at all. So make it a daring adventure, whatever you do. And just leave you with this, my mantra on life is going to sound weird, but there are no rules and nothing bad ever happens. If you can keep that kind of an outlook on your life, that everything is feedback, there's no such thing as failure. You're going to do fine. Don't beat yourself up. Don't stay in the past. Just keep moving forward. And live a life that is a daring adventure and laugh a lot, tell bad jokes because people love bad jokes.
1: Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Normally we have Kamanzi Constable as our co host. He is out today for the holidays, but that's okay. He'll be back soon. We're fortunate today to speak with a good friend of mine. His name is John Kenny. And John. Is doing some things that are very unique and I love it he's found over at DuelingPianoWedding.com and he's also on Twitter at Johnny K audio John welcome to the show
0: hi Jared man it's great to talk to you buddy how you doing
1: man I'm doing great John I mean you and I have I mean we've kind of met you know over a year ago and and we've had connection online and stuff but it's just been amazing to see some of the cool things that have happened for you this last year. And we're going to get into that. But for right now, I think you know this is coming. What is the best concert that you have ever been to?
0: Oh, dude. Wow. Okay. I'm a musician, so I'm really particular about concerts. I'll try not to talk too long about this because I got two in <laughs> mind. I actually was thinking about this on my walk today. I have so many great concerts, but I'm going to say I have a great concert that I went to and a great concert experience that I had. So first of all, best concert I've ever been to, don't laugh at me, dude. The New Kids on the Block with the Backstreet Boys at the Amway Center in Orlando. And let me tell you why that's the best concert. First of all, I grew up listening to New Kids, which don't hate. Any group of guys that can get together and sing harmonies and dance together and all that stuff, they work hard. They got work ethic, right? They're all awesome. Uh, I used to listen to like country music like Alabama and stuff like that, too. So I had a, an appreciation for that kind of thing growing up. But the, the New Kids on the Block had come out with this reunion tour that did it with the Backstreet Boys. And together they put on a great show, man. But the surprise was one of my all-time favorite groups showed up in the middle of the concert. Boys to Men made an appearance. So you had all three of these super groups together. Just, uh, it was a great show. That was a few years ago with my wife. And then the best concert experience I ever had was my 20th birthday in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm a big Ben Folds fan. Obviously I'm a piano player and I, uh, tried to get some friends to go with me. Nobody would go with me. So I went at like three o'clock in the afternoon and I hung out for the sound check and I took the drummer and the bass player, Darren Jesse and Robert Sledge in my Ford Ranger pickup truck to a music store. We jammed on some instruments. They bought a set of drums, brought it back to the gig. I actually helped the stage crew strike the stage and saw some people like from my old high school that thought I was on tour with them. (laughs) <laughs> Which I didn't have to clarify whether or not I was. I was, "Sure, man, have a guitar pick." But after that, they used the drums that they had in my car on their next album. That's the best concert experience I've ever had, just because that blew me away.
1: I love it. Okay, <laughs> that's fantastic. And I didn't, uh, I didn't guess either one of those correctly. So good for you. All right, one of the things that I know is passionate, or that you are passionate about, is Disney. So let's talk about Disney and how the I don't know how you got into this world of Disney.
0: Well, okay. You already mentioned DuelingPianoWedding.com. Okay. So I'm in Dueling Pianos. I started Dueling Pianos in 2003. And over the course of my travels, I ultimately heard about this place called Jelly Rolls, which is a Dueling Piano Bar at Disney's Boardwalk. And first time I visited there in 03, I was blown away by the talent uh, of the musicians there. I was like, I'm never going to be that good. These guys are great. Of course, they're great. They're at Disney. And years later, I got an opportunity to audition. Actually, it was 2009. There was an opening just out of chance, and I had the worst audition possible in the world. And <laughs> somehow, I got the gig because they liked me. I I guess I just I had that personality that they were looking for. So to me, getting that job was like winning American Idol or winning The Voice. It was just like all the odds are against you, and it was basically became like my dream job in Dueling Pianos before all this other stuff happened. So that's how we became to Disney man. I came to Disney to be a musician in 09. And I met my wife six months later. Well, we started dating, of course. <laughs> I asked her to be my girlfriend, actually, specifically on January 1st, 2010. So I would <laughs> never forget the date. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> and that she uh, had been living here in Orlando from Connecticut. She moved down from Connecticut, She's a Yukon Husky She uh, turned me on to all the things about Disney that I just didn't realize were magical. And at the time, I was working on things like studying the law of attraction and and making self improvements. And I realized that Disney had this awesome message about living out your dreams and having your dreams come true. And when you walk around Disney World, you just see what the amazing people of the world can create. And I mean, like we're talking about engineers, of course that or Disney calls them Imagineers. They create these amazing experiences for guests, and you can see business aspects of it in play all throughout the theme parks as well. And once I started making those connections, I just I fell in love with Disney all over again. Even I mean, I loved it when I was a kid, but when you come back as an adult and you're trying to start a business and you see what's right in front of you, you realize the potential that is waiting for you. And I guess that is what made me fall back in love with Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, and uh, of course, Hawaii. So uh, if, you if you didn't know there's a really awesome resort that Disney built out in Hawaii <laughs> Go.
1: yeah I do know about that now have
0: you been there I've been there twice uh, uh, not to brag but we actually went as a test stay before the resort opened to the public we stayed there for a week that's where I proposed actually and then we awesome. went back for our honeymoon and uh, it's one of the most amazing places I've ever seen on the planet on the island of Oahu so yeah
1: that's fantastic alright All right. I love that <laughs> that's a great story All right, John. So you mentioned the Dooley Pianos there, and you mentioned Jelly Rolls. And Dan Franks and I, we were actually in Orlando this past weekend for the Podcast Florida event. And we had a chance to come out and see you perform live. You know, I've seen you on video, but I've never actually seen you live. And I got to say, man, I was blown away. I had the time of my life. I had a great time oh, I was in it. the back singing, no way. Know, being, being obnoxious, and, and whatever. But no, seriously, it was it was an absolute blast. You guys just absolutely crushed it. So uh, yeah, anybody that's going to Disney, that's listening to this, anybody going to Disney World, you need to uh, message John ahead of time and just see if he's going to be performing at Jelly Rolls because it's definitely worth your time. It'll uh, make your trip even better. So
0: Uh, thanks, man. That's awesome. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, You know, anytime somebody comes in for the first time, I always want to make sure they have a great time. But you came in on a great night, too. It was awesome. We had a great lineup. We had a great crowd. And um, I think I heard you singing Sweet Caroline back there somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Guilty. (laughs) Yeah. And I think anybody that goes will end up singing that and probably a you know, dozen other songs or more. So, all right, John, when I first found out about you, it was actually through Internet Business Mastery. That was one of the first podcasts I ever started listening to and you know, really getting into. And I remember hearing Jason and Jeremy talk about one of their students had started a dueling piano school, like an online school. And I thought, wow, that is extremely niche. That is interesting. And then, you know, fast forward, I, that turns out to be you.
0: I can't believe <laughs> so, you remember that because that was so long ago.
1: But I totally remember it. So let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, you tried something different. Some people, you know, who are listening to this, they're trying ideas. Not every idea is perfect, not every idea works. But you tried that. What was that like for you?
0: That was awesome. That was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had doing stuff online. And the reason is I got to work with a friend of mine who, basically taught me everything I knew about dueling pianos up until that point. And we decided to collaborate to try to teach up and coming beginners who wanted to learn how to do the dueling piano concept. So let me back up for a second so I can explain it to you. There's piano playing, right? You know, kids go take piano lessons. They learn how to play the piano and then guys start dueling pianos and you have to relearn how to play the piano because everything you've learned until then has been totally wrong. Not necessarily wrong. (laughs) But it's more of the building of the foundation of what you need for Dueling Pianos. And so (laughs) I learned all over again how to, like, you know, your left hand can do amazing things if you really work on it. And I didn't even know that that was such a big deal. But when you're doing Dueling Pianos, you're the whole band, right? You have to be the whole band because it's just you and pianos. So I had to relearn how to play the piano. This guy taught me how to do that from the ground up. His whole thing was he was opening more clubs with this one specific company, and they wanted him to train everybody and he said it's going to be impossible for me to just fly around the country and train 100 guys so we came up with the idea to try to make it an online resource that way anybody that was interested could join could take care of it and then the cream that rose to the crop that rose to the top he could actually you know call on them to audition for him and so that actually worked out really well for about a year until we just gave up on it because we made so many mistakes going through it you know we just had no idea what we were doing we were just having fun But it was a really cool concept. It's actually something that we've been talking about for the last couple of years, restarting. And I'm really impressed that you actually remembered that story because the first time I had listened to the IBM podcast religiously, and I remember driving down the road just like off in a daze, and then they were talking about a breakthrough and they said my name and I perked up and I was like, (laughs) what? And that was my first like, holy crap, I'm a rock star kind of moment. You know, like, like, oh, that's really cool that these guys actually recognized it. And they thought it was such a great idea. I wish that we had kept it going and maybe studied a little bit more. But we were so separated in what we were doing that uh, ended up uh, not working out after the first year. And like I said, we just made too many mistakes. Maybe didn't have a big enough audience for it or maybe went about doing it the wrong way. But either way, we still were in that position where we're like, let's just do it because we'll have fun doing it anyway. And the guys that listened to the show that we did and that were a part of the concept that we were doing, they loved it. So I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do it again.
1: You know, John, uh, you bring up something interesting. And I don't want to get on a, a big tangent on this, but I think it's really important. Is there's some listeners out there who are involved in an idea? Yeah. And maybe it's not the best idea. And maybe they're trying to make it a better idea. <laughs> maybe they're trying to make it work. At what point does someone need to cut bait? At what point does someone need to shift? What advice do you have for the person who's listening, who's saying, eh, I'm, not, I'm not getting a lot of traction right now either.
0: Well, you know, that's a that's a loaded question because it depends on, you know, how much you love what you're doing, but if it's not working out or if you absolutely don't love it, maybe it's time to move on. You know, I weigh it a, a couple of different ways. Like if I don't absolutely love what I'm doing, if I'm not thinking about it first thing when I wake up in the morning and it wants me to dive in and do it, then I really shouldn't be doing it anyway. Even if it's making me thousands of dollars a month or nothing a month, if I don't love it, I should just not do it. If it's not generating what you expected it to do, then you don't have to completely can the idea. You can go back and rework it and get a little bit creative. But sometimes that's the biggest block that people find is that creative way to rework what they're into.
1: I don't know. Does that make sense? (laughs) I think it does. I think that's a good point. And I've been in a position myself, John, where I was trying something and realized, hey, this isn't Or, you know, the amount of effort to make this work is not going to be worth the money that's currently bringing in. I had to shift and that was a tough moment, but it was the right decision. So, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah,
0: I think the idea is that you can't be married to one single idea. Whatever this general subject is that you're doing, you know, if you don't love it, don't do it. But if you do love it, it's not working. Don't stay married to the same way that you're doing it. You can rearrange it. You can get a creative solution out of there, which is one of the things that you're really good at, by the way, I got to say.
1: Well, I, I think the other takeaway is schedule your anniversary on a day you'll remember.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> January 1st. You'll never forget it. <laughs> All
1: right. So well, you and I connected in person this past summer at a meetup at uh, downtown Disney at the House of Blues there in Orlando. There was about you know, 40, 50 people there. And you we and I started talking and, and you had just some amazing business ideas, which we'll get to and some of the things that have come to life since that conversation. But one of the things that I want to hit on just for a moment is such a big part of your life, and that is your daughter. And uh, there was a season where your daughter was not living in Orlando, and unfortunately now that that's the case. But let's talk a little bit because you were basing some of your business ideas and some of the things that you were doing about the possibility of you relocating just so you could be closer to your daughter. So let's talk about you know you and your daughter and that relationship and and that little bit of story and how you know some good things have happened since this summer.
0: Well, first of all, anybody that's listening to the show, if you're not following Jared on Twitter or Facebook, you need to be because every Friday he posts a picture of the most beautiful little girl I've ever seen. And the hashtag is usually something like Friday, I'm in love. And that just tells me that you know, as a dad, you know what true love is, right? There's no greater love than a dad and his little girl. I absolutely believe that. The day that my daughter was born, I knew what it felt like to have real love in my life. And I just remember staring in her eyes and saying, I'm going to love you forever. And I have no idea why. Uh, So yeah, yeah, my little girl is my life. Her name's Hannah. She's in sixth grade. And wow, that blows my mind to think that that's how far she's gone already. It's been 11 years. She has been living in Indianapolis for the last several years. It's my fault. I moved my family there. I was married before, obviously, took a dueling piano job. And, you know, marrying a musician is a very hard thing for women to do. (laughs) It's a very hard thing for people to do. And I think that uh, ultimately that ended in a divorce. And I, you know, years later, I used to play the victim card. I used to say, why did it have to happen this way? And looking back on it now, I realized that there's a lot of responsibility that I just did not take in that moment. And in those months that led up to that ultimately being the case. Uh, looking at it back now in hindsight, it's like I could have done so many things better. I could have done so many things so much better, but I don't want to get on that. So for like the last six years, I've been working as hard as I can to correct all of my mistakes, if that makes any sense. And one of the things that I realized is if I want to be with her more often, or if I want to live near her, I'm going to have to be able to create a freedom business. That's what Jeremy and Jason call it over at Internet Business Master. They call it a freedom business. It's a business that's going to allow you to live the lifestyle of your dreams, to live the lifestyle that you want. For example, if your income is coming from online resources, then you don't have to be location dependent on how you're getting your income. You don't have to live in that town because that town's where your income is coming from. That's where your job is. Creating an online income gives you the opportunity to live anywhere you want. And so that's been my goal for the last six years, just create that, figure out how to do that. You know, I figured so people do it; it has to be possible. So that's what I was focused on, and I guess I've tried so many different niches along the way that uh, I just lost sight of why I was doing it, or I, that maybe that was the thing that didn't give me the fuel that I needed to stay motivated and pursue it and perfect it. And then all of a sudden, one day, my kid's just like, "Hey, I want to move to Florida," and <laughs> this is where the start of the doubts mentality comes in for me because I'm just like, "How come I never thought of just asking her?" You know, like. Just see what she would want to do. See what the possibility of that was. And uh, she's here now. And now I realize that I am living the lifestyle of my dream. Like everything else is going to fall into place because she's here. Like everything I need is here. And I don't know. I I guess that's really the sum of it all is that wherever she is, as long as she's close to me, I'm going to be happy.
1: Well, and to piggyback off that. You and I had this conversation this summer about some ideas with your business and it was hinging on, you know, location and you being with your daughter because that was your absolute number one priority. And first of all, I want to commend you on that because Start the Doubts is not just about business. It's not just about, you know, overcoming self-doubt. It's also, you know, about parenting, starting the doubts as a parent, starting the doubts as, you know, as a dad. And so for you to say, hey, man, my daughter's number one, all this other stuff's great, but really she's number one, dude, that's a message that needs to be heard. So I appreciate you being willing to share that. And then it's amazing to see how once your daughter and you were able to be together in Orlando, now you were able to take some steps. And let's talk about some of the steps that have happened since this summer that are now opening up some pretty cool doors for you and Dueling Piano Okay.
0: So <laughs> I'm having such a great time with all this stuff that I'm just wondering like, why it took so long to get to this point. And I have you to thank for that, obviously, because you know, it seems so fitting that your show is called Star of the Doubts because you were one of those guys that just like my mind got blown after just one night of talking to you. And that's why I said that you're really good with creative solutions because you're really good at finding those things that are blocking whatever I see and getting them out of the way and showing me that there is another solution to what we're doing. So I took your advice. <laughs> I uh wanted to get a video together for my website. I was thinking just like, what's the most basic thing I need? We've got this website, got some nice pictures and some text, but people that call that want to book us for a wedding, they usually want to see a video or they want to be able to see what you do before they hire you. Because when they hire you to do a wedding, they're spending a lot of money. They're spending thousands of dollars to have you come play a wedding. So obviously they want to see what you do first. So I think that was one of the first things I asked you is, Hey man, how the heck can I get a video together? And you gave me a great suggestion that I took with and ran with it. We had a wedding booked in September. I contacted the bride and groom and said, hey, you guys want a wedding video? Here's what I'd like to do. We'd like to take some video of us playing so that we can put it on our website. And if you let us do it at your wedding, I'll just make you a wedding video as a part of it. I'll give you a copy of the wedding video. And so they said yes. And I was like, that was easy. Why is that so easy? <laughs> Why was I so afraid to even think of that or to ask them for that? And it turns out, like you said, you know, most people are good. They'll probably be like, yeah, that's cool. Well, I actually made it a no-brainer offer for them, too. I said, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll throw in this drummer that we've got, too. We'll have a drummer come play with us. And it turned out the drummer was a hit. The whole thing was a hit. We found a couple of videographers on the cheap to just come shoot some video. And I put it together myself. It all worked out great. The video's on the site now. You can actually go see it now. But that was the first step. And then uh, I think I was talking to you about getting into the Florida Wedding Expo and some of the other wedding expos that are going around in Central Florida, where the brides kind of come to you. They get to see all the vendors, and uh, you know, it costs a thousand bucks to do one of those things.
1: So you wanted to go to this expo. Uh, You weren't necessarily in a position or had the budget to you know spend a thousand dollars or more to try to be a vendor at this expo. So what did you do?
0: So uh, I contacted the director of the expo. And, uh, I asked if they had dueling pianos come to one of these things. And they said, no, dueling pianos, that sounds interesting. And so I said, well, we would love to be a part of your expo. Could we just come provide some free entertainment for the people as they're walking in? We can do some fun things with them. Uh, you know, we can maybe do like a mock fashion show or, you know, do like an I'm too sexy, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. We had a couple of ideas that we could actually do some interacting with the potential brides that walk in. And she absolutely loved the idea. She said, oh, that's going to be perfect because we've never had dueling pianos. And I don't think any of the other expos have dueling pianos. So having you here is going to make us stand out. That's just one more unique thing that nobody else has that we have. So it was a win-win for both of us. Not only did she let us come to the October show, the biggest one that they're having is actually in January. And we're going to that one, too. So we're not paying any vendor fees. We're just showing up, setting up our equipment. We're playing so people get to see what we do live. And we get to talk to them one-on-one, hand out cards, collect info, uh, maybe book gigs on the spot. And that's a real huge experience. Anybody that's in the wedding business knows that the expos are a great way to get your leads for the year. Great place to pick up leads, which reminds me, Jared, I don't know if I told you this, but because of that one expo, we actually... Have uh, potential over the next year of 2015, about $30,000 that we're going to do because of this one expo that we played for free.
1: That is fantastic. (laughs) You know, I I love it. I mean, it's one thing to have a conversation and say, hey, consider doing this. And then it's a completely other thing to go and implement that. And, And so kudos to you for saying, hey, why not me? Let's try it out. And then it actually worked and you followed through with it. And now, Wow, $30,000 of new business that you might not have had otherwise. I mean, that's a really cool success. Oh, Good for absolutely. you. Absolutely.
0: Hey, you know, it's kudos to you for actually <laughs> caring and you know, coming up with this brilliant idea. I mean, you were just thinking the way you think naturally, but uh, you know, that's something that I never saw. That's just something that was not in my brain for some reason and just being able to open up that box and see what other kind of things that we can do. I'm really excited for this next expo, man, and I think we're going to kill it on the next one. So yeah, hopefully we'll get some South Florida weddings. I can come down and uh, hang out at your place for the weekend and invite you to see what we do live. No, I I
1: absolutely welcome that anytime. I'd love to come and check out what you're up to because again, I I saw you at Jelly Rolls and I thought it was one of the most fun things I've done in a long time. So, you know, I I really love your story, John. Uh, You're a family man. Uh, You've got that side hustle going on, but you're also doing something that you really feel like is uh, getting you out of bed in the morning, something that you love. And there's an opportunity, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there's an opportunity now for you to maybe go all in on just doing the weddings and potentially corporate events. So let's talk about that for a moment.
0: Yeah, man, that's my goal, actually. I figured I've got to, when you work at Disney, you sign a contract. And so I've got about a year and a half left on my contract where I can either stay on full-time and re-sign, or I can just say, no, I'm good. I'm just going to do this as my business. And, you know, the thing about it for me is that became like a ticking clock for me. And that started a year and a half ago when I actually started doing some of the other stuff that we've talked about. That became a ticking clock. Okay, you've got three years to figure this out because you don't want to have to sign on for another five years and be further away from her. Now the doors are wide open. Yeah, I can stay if I want to. It's absolutely not a problem or I can move on. And I am actually... Really excited. I'm actually looking at the potential, if I'm projecting correctly, at least $40,000 in additional income that's going to come over the year of 2015 based on what we've already seen, based on the kind of leads that we're getting, the things that we're doing. This business is the thing that I just didn't... I was like, oh yeah, I mean, of course, that's there. But what we need to do is this other thing. No, no, I was wrong. This is it, man. This is the one thing I want to do. I love doing weddings because... You get to dress up nice and see people having the time of their life on the best day of their life. It's always a great day. Weddings are always a great day. It's so easy to get into it and everybody's there to have fun and the food's always fantastic and you never know what's going to happen. So <laughs> it, 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 I would love to, yeah, if I could do this a couple of times a week, I think actually I'm at the point now where if I just did two weddings a month, I could quit my full-time job that I work four or five days a week at.
1: I see you doing weddings every week, man. I I think you're going to like carve time in your schedule where you don't do weddings because you're going to have so many of these opportunities. I really believe that. All right. So there's probably someone who's listening right now and saying, hey, my niece or my aunt or my sister or someone I know, my cousin is getting married or I'm getting married. Dueling pianos is the solution that I've been looking for. How could they just have a conversation with you or start a conversation about, you know, potentially working with you to have you perform at their wedding.
0: Oh, absolutely. The easiest thing to do is go to duelingpianowedding.com. All you have to do is uh, put in your name, your email address, phone number, wedding date and location, click the little button that says save the date or I think that's what it says and I'll give you a call or if you want, you can just call me. We've got a phone number. Can I give out a phone number? Is that cool? Uh, Yeah, why not? Okay, the phone number is 407-476-5828 you can call us there as well but easiest thing to do is just go to duelingpianowedding.com it's easy to remember you can find everything out about us there you can watch a video and you know if you're thinking about getting married i'm just going to tell you right off the bat this is the best thing that you could do for your wedding cuz we i like to tell my grooms especially when they hire us hey by the way if you need anything like a six pack of beer right before the wedding or something or a pizza for your groomsmen just give me a call. I'll bring it with us. You know, like We'll do that stuff. We'll do whatever <laughs> awesome. it takes to make sure you have a great day. And you know where this started from, Jared, is I got remarried a couple of years ago. We had dueling pianos at our wedding. I hired some guys that I really, really trust that are excellent musicians, great friends. They showed up just for room board and lights and food. They didn't want anything in return. They're, that's how awesome these guys are. And we had such a great experience. It really blew our families away because most of them have never seen this kind of thing. And it was, it was such an awesome experience. But we didn't get to eat. <laughs> I guess the bride and groom, we didn't get a chance to eat our own dinner. We were eating it out of styrofoam containers in the hotel room after the fact. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and, and so I saw like a big need. I was like, okay, we, we need to do more than just show up and entertain. We need to help the bride and groom do whatever they need to do. Eliminate that bring stress. Them bring them pizza. Bring them beer. Hey. <laughs> You know how many times grooms are like, hey, you know, it would actually be kind of cool if you could pick up a six pack of beer on the way. I'm a little nervous about this whole thing. So, you know, <laughs> anything, anything they need. We'd like uh, just help it make make it the best day of your life, because that's what it should be. You shouldn't have to eat your food out of a styrofoam container from your hotel room <laughs> after your wedding. You just spent forty thousand dollars on dinner. You should be able to eat some of it.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's what well said. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, John, uh, there's probably some international listeners, and they're not going to dial that uh, phone number that they don't recognize, but they uh, should go to duelingpianowedding.com. And at the minimum, just check out that video you did from that wedding in September. It's a good video.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. Come on by, check it out. Say hi. We're on Facebook and Twitter as well. And uh, I'd love to hear from you and get some comments. We're going to do some more stuff, man. We got all kinds of things planned, more videos. I'd actually like to talk to you about some marketing ideas. Uh, I'd like to run by it because I've you have a better thinking mind than I
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can chat anytime, John. I'm happy to do that. And, uh, let's just, uh, as we start to wrap up here, who is doing something that interests you?
0: Well, I mean, besides you, I mean, there's uh, there's so many people that are doing really interesting things, but I'm still following the Internet Business Mastery guys. Jeremy and Jason are real innovators of what they do online, teaching internet business. If, if you're one of those people that is really looking for that creative Freedom to live the lifestyle of your dreams, I really cannot advocate them enough. They have changed my life in so many ways. I actually told Jeremy a couple of weeks ago I was like, I think I spent less than a thousand dollars with you guys, and I've already made ten to twenty grand of that back. So this is like it's a real no brainer to actually get involved in one of those kind of things. but if that's not your thing, find somebody that is doing what you want to do and just ask them how they did it and Most of the time, people are really cool to share their experience or their knowledge with you. You, of course, are one of the greatest inspirations I've had over the last year or so. Thank you so much for everything you do. Contact Jared, guys. He's got great ideas.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I deserve that, but I appreciate you saying it. And
0: John, final thoughts for the listeners. What are your final thoughts? Just whatever you do, love it to death. You know, There's a quote that I put in my email signature lately. It's uh, from Helen Keller. It says, life is a daring adventure or nothing at all. So make it a daring adventure. Whatever you do. And just leave you with this. My mantra on life is, this is going to sound weird, but there are no rules and nothing bad ever happens. If you can keep that kind of an outlook on your life, that everything is feedback, there's no such thing as failure, you're going to do fine. Don't beat yourself up. Don't stay in the past. Just keep moving forward and live a life that is a daring adventure and laugh a lot. Tell bad jokes because people love bad jokes. Love and laugh.
1: (laughs) do you have a bad joke to leave us with?
0: <laughs> <sighs> a good one a good bad joke
1: okay it, it, it could be a good bad joke yeah
0: uh we'll go with a classic um <laughs> how much does it cost a pirate to get his ears pierced <laughs> a, i don't know a buccaneer
1: a buccaneer. Wow. Yeah, that's the tweet of the show right that's there. That's a bad All joke.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Again, I want I want to encourage people to if they're coming to Disney World, go out to Jelly Rolls on the boardwalk and check out John Kenny and the rest of the Dueling Piano guys. And you'll see John literally playing with his left hand, doing like a beat like a drum on the microphone with his right hand. And then his foot will be on the pedal and then his other foot will be changing the lights on stage. It's insane, dude. I don't know how you do that.
0: It's, when I first started, they said it's like driving a stick. I don't know how I do it either. There's two pedals and a keyboard and tambourines. and It's a circus up there, man. Just come see the circus. Hit me up. Find me on Facebook, too, or give me a call. I don't care. Just talk to me. I, I love to meet new people.
1: It is amazing what you guys are doing. So, hey, John, thanks again. DuelingPianoWedding.com.
0: Thank you, Jared. Thank you, guys. See ya. There's no greater love than a dad and his little girl. I absolutely believe that. The day that my daughter was born, I knew what it felt like to have real love in my life. And I just remember staring in her eyes and saying, I'm going to love you forever. And I have no idea why. (laughs)